Good morning. Colt did one of my favorite songs of all time this morning. I just love the happy song. I really, I, I know that sounds bad. I really do like that song. Um, just the first time I heard it, I was at a church, and they literally did that song for a half hour. And, I mean, y'all, y'all made it through it twice. Rock on. Uh, man, they did it for a half hour solid, and I was just, like, dragging at the end of it. I was like, this is, whew, this is killer. So, uh, yeah, but I, I do like that song, and just to see you guys get enthusiastic about it is, is pretty awesome, too. So, uh, everybody doing good? Well, how, eh, whatever. How's everybody doing? Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Uh, hey, it's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. As of, as of this, this service, I guess we're more than halfway through camp. That's kind of, Yeah, some of your all, some of your all's counselors are probably like, yeah, all right, halfway through camp. Woo. So, just a few more days and then, Back home, that's kind of crazy. I always, I, I never, I never liked that day of camp. Like when I used to work full time at camps, man, I hated, I hated that last day. I mean, like especially for like the senior staff and the and the junior staff, where you guys have been together like all summer long, and then you have to leave. It was always kind of, it was always kind of crazy for me. But um, but no, man, I've 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 enjoyed uh, being with you guys so far this week, and uh, I hope you guys have enjoyed it as well. Uh, today is Lake Day. I heard some camper this morning. They go, they go. So what's the lake? And we were like, it's a large body of water. So like the ocean? Yeah, kind of. Okay. Uh, this morning, guys, Colt, you're dropping guitar picks up here like crazy. Yeah, I know. I'm gonna keep this one. I'm gonna keep this one just to just to keep my hands from like fidgeting or something. So, uh, guys, this morning I want to uh, I want to change gears. I love like to tell stories. <laughs> Who said that? Some brave one up here goes, "Yeah, we could tell." <laughs> yeah. Okay. And just for that, you have now officially volunteered. No, I'm just kidding. But no, uh, I, I love to tell stories, okay? And in case you all haven't noticed, I have like a really skewed perspective on reality sometimes. Um, I really kind of worry myself sometimes. There's, there, there are a lot of times I'll get done with one of these sessions and I'll just, I'll go back to Colt and I'll be like, did I honestly do this or did I honestly say that? And he'll go, yeah. And I'm like, oh man, like yesterday, I never climb on furniture. And I mean, there I was on 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 chairs. So uh, yeah, I just I just kind of have a random way about myself. But uh, this morning, I want you guys to turn to uh, the Book of John. It's in the New Testament. It's the fourth the fourth Gospel. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. Oh, John! I just said John. Usually, usually when I tell somebody to turn somewhere, I usually just tell them the book, because a lot of times if I go, yeah, it's it's this, 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 then everybody gets there and they just start reading it, and then they go, yeah, I know what he's going to talk about. So uh, John 
chapter 9, for those of you who are in John. Do you have it ready? John chapter 9. I'm sorry if I confuse. I, I, it got pointed out to me last night that I was kind of confusing because I said um, I usually ask rhetorical questions and then I would ask you guys something that I wanted you to respond to, and apparently I'm not clear on, uh, on whether or not it's a rhetorical question. So from now on, I will preface a question with, this is a rhetorical question. So uh, here we go. I, I love this story. Okay, and the reason that I love this story is because I see myself in a lot of aspects of this story. Here we go. Um, John nine one, and as he passed by, this being this being Jesus and his disciples, it says he saw a blind a man blind from birth, and his disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Okay, I just want to stop there. I kind of pointed this out to Colt last night. I always thought, can you go back to verse 2? I always, I always laughed about this question. Okay, verse 1 tells us that they passed by this blind guy. Okay, they've, they've just been at the temple, and, and the, the religious leaders have, have kind of come up against, against Jesus, and he, he's left the temple. And while they're walking outside, they, they, they walk past this guy who's just kind of sitting there by the side of the building, and he's blind. And usually they sit there and, and they ask, you know, for, for change or, or different things like that, kind of how they made their living. And his disciples, I love them. And the reason I love them is because they're not really bright. And they look at Jesus and they go, they go, Rabbi or teacher, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he should be born blind? How many of y'all remember what you did before you were born? Wow, y'all are... Y'all are awesome. You know, I mean, I mean, think about this. They go, they go, who sinned this man or his, or his parents that he should be born blind? Basically what they were saying is, is like, what wrong did he do that, that gave him this problem? You know, but I mean, but think about it. Before you were born, there wasn't really much that you did besides develop. You know, and I mean, here they go, they go, so what did this guy do before he was, before he was born that he would have to be born blind? You know, if I was Jesus, it would have been one of those. Come here. What are you? What are you talking about? But here they go. Verse three. Says so Jesus answered, "It was not that this man sinned or his parents, but that the works of God might be displayed in him." And and I love that because because what Jesus says, he just looks at him and he goes. It doesn't matter if it was him, if it was his parents. It doesn't matter why he was born blind. The simple fact of it is he was born blind to glorify God. And I mean, I, I used to stumble over that verse because it was like, why in the world would, would, would God want somebody to be born blind? You know, I mean, there, there's a lot of things that we take for granted when we walk outside. You know, I mean, I, I was standing up there talking to somebody watching a bee or one of those yellow jackets fly around that trap in that tree, and I was just like ADD mesmerized at it. I was just like sitting there staring at it. But, you know, like for some reason that just it made sense to me that morning. But then, like, I, I really started looking around. Yesterday during the rain when you all were, like, ducking for cover trying to get out of it, Colt and I were in here dry looking out the windows going, man, that looks awesome. I mean, just, wow, that's, that, this has set in for a while, you know. We got up there to the mud pit. You know, I mean, that was just, whew. 
that was rank. That was horrible. I feel I feel sorry for those of you who had to go through that. It was bad where I was at. But no, I mean, I mean, I mean, imagine being born blind. I mean, I, I used to have speakers, and they go, they go, close your eyes for a second. Don't do that. But they would be like, close your eyes for a second and imagine that you were blind. And I'm like, I can't do that because I know what a tree looks like. I know what a nerd ball court looks like. I can't, you know, I can't, I can't imagine myself blind because I know what it means to be able to see. But I mean, this guy, this guy's blind. So Jesus says, you know, it's, it's, it's all to glorify God. He must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. Night is coming when no one can work. And, and what Jesus says is, is this is all to the glory of God. Go on to verse 5. It says, uh, as long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. Now, why does he describe himself as the light of the world? The guy's blind. His eyes have never seen light. You, you do realize that everything that you see is a result of light bouncing off of something. Okay, just a quick, just a quick science lesson. When you see green, I know y'all are like, Colt said school, Jared's teaching science. I was horrible in science, but I do remember this stuff. Okay, the fact that you see me in a brown shirt means that this shirt is absorbing every other particle of light other than brown. That's what's reflecting off of it. Thus, you all see brown. Same thing for yellow, same thing for green. Don't worry about it. Just threw that in there for a freebie. You can, like, freak out your science teachers later if you haven't learned that. But he describes himself as the light of the world because this guy's been born blind. He has no idea what light is. So here we go. So, I mean, he's blind. So what does Jesus do? I love this. Verse 6, having said these things, he spat on the ground and made mud with the saliva. Then he anointed the man's eyes with mud. Don't go any farther than this verse right now. As I say that, go back to verse 6. Okay, he, he, here's, here's what happens. Okay, the guy's blind. Okay, he's just sitting there in his little spot near the temple, and he's blind. And I'm sitting here looking at you all because I'm afraid to close my eyes around you all. So he's just sitting there in his little spot, and he's blind. Okay, he can, he can sense people walking around because he can hear them. And all of a sudden, he's just sitting there. And he hears, the, he hears this group of people come up, and he hears these guys go, okay, so teacher, why was this guy born blind? Did he do something wrong, or did his parents? And if I was him, I'd have been sitting there going, okay, guys, I'm, I'm blind. I'm not deaf. Okay, I can hear you. you know, and, and Jesus goes, neither one. He was born blind to glorify God, and he's probably sitting there going, what? Okay, so, so, then, so then check this out, okay? This is one of my favorite parts. Remember, I tell you, I just have this warped sense of, sense of humor, or I don't know. And uh, so, I mean, he's sitting there, and all of a sudden he hears, and he's like, what in the world? And then he hears somebody spit. And he's like, what? okay, first they're asking, who sinned that I'm born blind? Now they're spitting at me. Okay, he has no idea what's going on. And you know how you can just kind of sense somebody kind of like near you? He senses somebody near the spit, and he's like, okay, this is just weird. You know, he's like, if I could see, I would totally run away from this guy. And so Jesus, Jesus sits there, and in the spit, he kind of he makes mud. And then it says that he puts it on the guy's eyes. Okay, you're the blind guy, and you're like, okay, wait a minute. First you, first you wonder why I'm blind, and basically tell me that I'm a sinner or my parents are. Then you tell me that I was born blind to prove a point with God. Then you spit at me, and now there's something cold, wet, and nasty all over my eyeballs. 
Okay? Okay, this, this all has a point. Y'all were covered in mud yesterday. Bryce, who is not with us today, God love him, uh, just smeared mud on my arm. And, like, the whole time, it was just like all of my energy was focused on my arm because I had that mud on it. I was just like, I couldn't imagine. Like, the two of you all freaked me out. Like, they were up to their shoulders in it. And uh, I was just like, I couldn't imagine being covered in that. And this guy's got this on his eyes. And check out verse 7. You can go on to verse 7 now. And said unto him, this is Jesus, Jesus says, go wash in the pool of Siloam, which means sent. So he went and washed and came back seeing. Now, I had, I had heard this uh, all my life where they were like, man, just think of the faith of this blind guy that Jesus says, go and wash your eyes. I mean, all he says is go wash. And the guy's like, you better believe I'm going to go wash. Dude, you, you, you spit on the ground, you put mud in my eyes. Yes, I'm going to go wash my eyes. You know, but I, I, I'd always heard, just think of the faith of this blind guy, that Jesus tells him to go wash and you'll receive your sight. No, Jesus tells him, go wash. So, I mean, the guy, like, gets up and, you know, goes over and just starts splashing water up in his face. And he's just like, yeah, you better believe I'm going to wash this junk off my eyes, you know. Dude, you spit in the dirt. And just smeared it all over my eyeballs. What are you thinking? And then you tell me to go wash? What, you know, what point, you know, if, you know, I, I really hate to say this because it might sound kind of sacrilegious, but, you know, he might have been like, you know, just like, just wanted to smack somebody. Just like, why in the world did you do this to me? Uh, verse 7. No, that was verse 7. Verse 8, I'm sorry. <clears throat> verse 8. Okay, I'll just read it. His neighbors and others who knew him as a blind beggar asked each other, is this the same man? Is this the beggar? Some said he was, and others said no, but he surely looks like him. I mean, think about this, okay? They, they, see, this, they see this blind guy, and he takes off running. And I mean, as soon as, soon as, he, as soon as he washes his eyes, like he can see. I mean, I mean that's, that's hard for us to imagine. Like, I mean, the first thing that he sees, you mean, like, he's got this stuff on his eyes, he washes them, and then he opens up his eyes, and all of a sudden he can see everything. Kind of weird, isn't it? Colt, should I tell the door story? I'm not going to use names. There's this girl that I know, and... A family member of hers bought a new home, and she went to stay with them, and they put her in the room in the basement. Well, the room in the basement was kind of like a cave. It had no windows, and it only had one door in and out, okay? And so she wakes up in the middle of the night, and she's kind of known for panic attacks and uh, anxiety. And she wakes her sister up, who's in the room with her, and this is what her sister hears. They've moved the door. I can't find the door. They've moved the door. She's like, what? She goes, I know the door's around here somewhere. They've moved the door. I can't get out. And, like, her sister just, like, gets up and stammers around in the dark and finds a light switch and flips it on. And this is how she finds her sister up against the wall. She's just standing there, and she's just like, I can't find Oh, there it is. And then she just turns and just walks out of it. 
I mean, like, like, I mean, I, I don't think that it was really like that for this blind guy. But I mean, you know, he's 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 running around in the dark. He washes this stuff off of his eyes, and then all of a sudden he like looks up and he probably opens up his eyes just out of habit. And then he goes, "Wait a minute, something's different," and he just starts looking around. And he's seeing things for the first time, and he goes, oh, that's what a person looks like. Wow, you're kind of weird looking. <laughs> you know, and then he probably looks down in the, in the pool, and he goes, oh, I'm really weird looking, too. Because, I mean, it's like the first time he's ever seen anything. He's like, man, is that really what I look like? You know, and then he probably starts going around going, do you all know who did this? I mean, did you, did you see him? I know I didn't, but did you all see him? I mean, who, who did this to me? And he starts running around, and people are going, Wait a minute, isn't that that blind guy that like hung out over there by the temple? And some people are going, yeah, it kind of looks like him. Okay, what looks different about him? I mean, yeah, it, you know, it, it kind of looks like him, but he's actually like walking up to people. Well, that's weird. Usually he's running into people. Now he's walking up to people, you know. But I mean, they're, they're like, is this, really, is this really the same guy? Here's what, here's what cracks me up about this story. The religious leaders, they see him and they pull him in. To the temple. And y'all don't have to worry about these verses because I'm just going to kind of fly through these right here. He, they, they bring him in. And here's what I love about religious leaders. Okay? They point out the obvious. They look at him and they go, weren't you blind? And he goes, yeah. And they go, are you sure? Um, if I had a watch, I would tell you like 20 minutes ago, I couldn't see a thing. And they're like, who did this to you? I don't know. Could you point him out? Dude, I was blind. Okay. And, and, and they, they, they're talking to him like this, and they're like, are you sure that you were blind? Yeah. And they go, are you positive? I mean, like, you tell us that you were born blind, but were you really blind? Yes. Are you sure? Like, you've never seen any of us before? No. You know, and right now I'm kind of wishing that I didn't. You know, but I mean, but they, they, they keep going after him. Okay, here's what cracks me up about it. They go, who did this to you? And he goes, I don't know. I, I really don't. So then they go, we don't believe you. So we're going to get your parents. So they call his parents into the temple. And they go, is this your son? And they go, yeah. And they go, was he born blind? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Well, how did he come to receive his sight? And they go, we don't. He can see. And he's over there going, hi, Mom and Dad, nice to see you for the first time. You know, and he's just like, they're like, are you, are you sure that he was born blind? Yeah, yeah, we're, we're sure he was. Well, how did he receive his sight? We, we don't know. So, so, like, so, like, they throw him out of the temple, and then they're like, wait a minute, we're not done with him. So they go back, and they get him again, and they go, they go are you sure that you were blind. And he goes, yeah. And they go, how did you receive your sight? And he goes, all I know is that some guy spit on the ground, put it on my eyes, told me to go wash. And as soon as I washed, I could see. And all of a sudden it clicks to the religious leaders and they're going, he's talking about that Jesus. And they go, well, how can, how can you say that this man healed you? And he goes, okay, what part of spit, mud, wash, sight could you not comprehend? You know? And and they're they're just going they're going but you know this guy couldn't have done that because he's a sinner and this because if you go back and you look at it they were always trying to trap Jesus in something and they told him because he did miracles on the Sabbath that he was a sinner and all this bunch of stuff and the blind guy I love his reply he looks at him and he goes I don't care if the guy was a sinner okay I was blind this morning and I'm looking at you right now 
I'm looking at your ugly mug. You know, please just let me leave. And then they, they look at him another time. I mean, honestly, read the story because it's hilarious now that you've seen it through my perspective. He, they're like, are you sure? Yes. Okay, I am positive I was born blind. And they go, well, tell us again how you received your sight. And you want to know what he, I, I really wish I'd have been this blind guy because I love his, like, just the way he comes back at him. He goes, you know what? I told you once, and you didn't believe me. If I tell you again, is that going to change your mind? And you know what they did to him? You are no longer allowed in the temple, and they make him leave. They're like, we're the religious leaders, and you can no longer be in the temple, and they make him leave. You know what? I'm sure that he was a good little Jew, and he went to the temple every week, even though he was blind, and I'm sure that he paid, you know, like his portion, and he did everything that he was supposed to. But you know what? He was different, and they told him that he had to leave. You know what, if, if that was the end of the story, that'd be kind of like, oh, man. Well, at least you can see. <laughs> you know what, now that we've said that, think about this. And I'm, I'm not making this up. This comes straight from John chapter 9. He walks outside. And I'm, I mean, think about this, guys. That morning, he had never seen anything. And then all of a sudden, he walks outside the temple, and probably for the first time, his eyes had to really adjust to the difference between indoor and outdoor light. And he's probably like walks outside and the light's just in his eyes and he just kind of stammers back and he probably goes like this to kind of wipe his eyes and he's like, man, as awesome as it was to see, I, I don't know anything. You know, maybe it would just have been better if I had just stayed blind. And he walks outside and you know what? He doesn't recognize anybody because he's never seen anybody. I mean, he walks outside for the first time, and the streets that he used to walk as a blind guy are unfamiliar. The crowds that he used to walk through are unfamiliar. Like, nothing is the way that it used to be. You know what? That's awesome. Because, I mean, the Bible tells us that when we were, when we were dead in our sin, we were blind to the things of God. And then there's that moment where, where Christ comes into our life and he does something miraculous when he saves us and he changes the way that we look at things. And we walk out into a world that used to be so familiar and so comfortable and suddenly everything's different because it's not the way that it used to be. We suddenly have sight. We can see things for the way that they are. And he just walks out and he starts hearing familiar things, but he can't, he can't find where it's at. And he's just, he's looking around and he's just standing there and he's just like, everything I've ever known is gone. And you want to know what's really cool? Jesus walks up to him. And he just walks up to him out of a crowd and he walks up and he goes, he goes, hey, he said, you're that one that they've been talking about. And he said, yeah. And he said, would you like to know who did that? And he goes, man, he said, if I knew who did this to me, I would follow him. And you know what? Part of that was out of, a, out of just an awestruck amazement that he had been born blind and now he could see and he wanted to follow whoever did that. But another thing was suddenly something familiar showed up and just the possibility of being able to follow something that was comfortable and familiar in just this crazy messed up world. 
And he goes, man, if I knew who that was, I would follow him and I would worship him the rest of my life. And Jesus goes, you know what? It was me. And I mean, that guy probably just runs up to him and just embraces him and was just like, you know what? Thank you. Thank you for my sight. Thank you for showing up. Man, it, it, is, it is messed up around here. And he goes, man, I'm going to follow you. And Jesus goes, no, go and tell others what's happened to you. You know what? We, we feel like that guy sometimes. You know, we come to camp and we have like this just, just huge experience. And then we leave camp and we go home. And everything's kind of unfamiliar because it's not like it was at camp. You know, our churches are kind of unfamiliar because they don't really worship the way that we do at camp. You know, your friends that aren't here, you've gone through some stuff that they will never understand because they weren't here. And, and, and everything kind of has that familiar but unfamiliar feel to it. And a lot of times what we want to do is we just want to go back and find our spot and just sit back down and just pretend like nothing happened to us. I mean, that guy could have done that. He could have gone and sat down and just sat there and just pretended to be blind the rest of his life because that's all he ever knew. But you see, what happened was he wasn't blind anymore. He had his sight. And Jesus told him, you know what? You're different now. I'm here. I'm never going to leave you. I'm never going to forsake you. I've done something miraculous in your life. Go and tell others. You want to know what, guys? That's the whole point of this. We talked about grace last night. Share it with others. God has done something miraculous in your life. Share it with others when you leave here. That's what this, that's what this whole thing is about. You know, if I see some of you all kind of like walking around with your eyes closed today and like you run into a tree, you're like, I'm pretending to be blind, so I'll know what it is to see. I'll probably think you're kind of weird, but, you know. Listen, we're going to the lake. Don't try to walk on water. Um, it's, like, it's like, but I'm blind. I didn't know the water was there. Um, but you know what, guys? If, if, if I can tell you anything from this morning, it's this. God loved you enough that he wants to do a change in your life. But you know what? That's not where it ends. He loves you enough that he equips you to go out and share with the world what he has done with you, what he has done in you, what he has done for you, what he's going to do through you. Don't lose sight of that. I, I really do encourage you all since, since like the first half of this, we actually had the Bible verses and the whole second half was just me up here throwing it at you. Seriously. Sometime today, I know we're going to the lake, um, but for really, sometime today, pull out your Bible and read John chapter 9 for yourself, so that way you can see that what I told you is, is legitimate. But I mean, just, just, just think about that today. Just, just, just thank God that he's given you sight. Thank God that he, is, that he has just spiritually gifted you with a new life.